What a great time to be a Giant, be a fan of the Giants. Like we have something going here. We're building something special, and you know you can see it from the outside and inside. It's even more beautiful. Reflecting on everything that got me here, just to see that uniform, and you know I, I watched. That's the team I watched the most growing up. Cause my dad was a Giants fan. So once a Giant, always a Giant. For me, it's only a Giant. Welcome everybody to a special game day edition. Of All In with Art Stapleton, a New York Giants podcast brought to you by NorthJersey.com and The Record. I'm your host, Art Stapleton. And, well, it seems like we say this every week, but the Giants desperately need a win. Sitting at 1-5, and five, this is now supposed to be the easier part of their schedule. Can they come to life at home at MetLife Stadium? Because at this point, the first two games at MetLife Stadium have ended with the opposing fans lining the lower section of MetLife Stadium, chanting for the Cowboys and Seahawks respectively, and the Giants fans essentially heading for the parking lot at some point in the third quarter. That's the basically the way things have been for the Giants, but now they get the Washington Commanders and should be an evenly matched game. And the Giants will be without Daniel Jones again. I know he's listed as questionable, but it was always viewed as uh, a last-ditch Hail Mary effort on Jones's part to get cleared for contact before Sunday. Uh, so I think the Giants spent the week getting Tyrod Taylor ready. Tommy DeVito ran the scout team, and he has been elevated for tomorrow's game from the practice squad. But there's no reason why the Giants can't compete with this Washington team. And the goal is simple right now. You have three games over the next three weeks against teams that you should be able to compete with. That should be nowhere near the teams that you've lost to five out of the first six weeks of this season. You play at home against the Commanders, then obviously next Sunday against the Jets. Jets coming off a bye, but they're sitting at 3-3. Three and three. And Zach Wilson is certainly not the kind of quarterback that you've been fearing. I mean, what you've done to Josh Allen, uh, you know, you have already seen, you know, situations where you saw Tua Tagovailoa. Um, look, the Giants have an opportunity here no matter how slim, to prove themselves. And, boy, they sure deserved a better fate, uh, and some of it is of their own doing. But losing that game in Buffalo, this certainly would have a different feel if the Giants were heading home tomorrow for the legacy game, those legacy uniforms, the end zones, the midfield, old-school Giants helmet, Everything about this game, you'd have a lot more juice if they pulled off that upset on Sunday night against Buffalo. Now you have Tyrod starting and more questions going into this game. They should have no excuses. Saquon Barkley has always run well against Washington, uh, and I think you're going to have close to 40-mile-an-hour wind gusts tomorrow at MetLife. So it's old school Meadowlands. They're really bringing the wind for the legacy game. And 
Uh, my keys to the game. Look, I think you got to get Jalen Hyatt involved early. I said it in a column. You know, the last roar of the crowd for the Giants offense in this building was back in week two of the preseason against Carolina when Hyatt scored the, his touchdown. And ever since then, the first two games against Dallas, 40 to nothing, and then obviously 24 to three to the Seahawks, uh, that building has really, it's turned into Lincoln Financial Field North. You know, you cannot be a competent team and play the way the Giants have played at home the first two weeks of the season. I mean, you got to look at the way the schedule set up with the NFL this year. They looked at the Giants and said they are going to be a team late in the year with late home games in December in New York to have an opportunity to compete for a playoff spot. Yes, they were loaded up early on with primetime games. Sometimes that happens to teams that they think may tail off in the second half of the season. But the way this schedule was structured, if they somehow could withstand the early pressure of having to play all the games on the road that they've played in primetime that they've played against quality opponents, five of the six teams that they've played so far were in the playoffs last year, Uh, you know, now you move forward, Washington was not in the playoffs. Jets were not in the playoffs. Then you go to Las Vegas and you play the Raiders who were not in the playoffs. So three weeks in a row, yes, the Jets defense is going to be some challenge next Sunday. But if you're ever going to get up off the canvas for the Giants, this is the game you got to go get. You got to go out there and beat Washington. Now, I have been impressed at times with what Sam Howell has done as quarterback of the commanders he's an aggressive player he believes that he can make every throw on the field he runs himself into some sacks the commanders have given up the most sacks in the nfl of course conversely the giants have the least amount of sacks in the league fewest amount of sacks in the league and something's got to give on that front the Giants defensively played extremely well. Seems like Wink Martindale right now knows the personnel uh, that he has and what it does best at this point. The inside linebackers are playing exceptionally well. Bobby O'Karake and Micah McFadden, uh, they were great against Buffalo. McFadden's really come into his own, and O'Karake looks like the player that the Giants thought they were going to get when they signed him in the offseason. You know, this defensive front has to come alive a little bit. I think it's going to be interesting to see how Nick Gates, the starting center for Washington, mixes it up with Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, and the other guys up front. They haven't done that in practice, but they certainly are familiar with Gates as – Saquon Barkley told me on Thursday, we love Gatesy. I'm not sure if Dexter Lawrence will say the same because we know Gates is an agitator and he will try to mix it up. And the Giants obviously last week got caught mixing it up with Deion Dawkins. Kayvon Thibodeau was caught on the ground. And then Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams fighting for Kayvon Thibodeau They all got personal fouls. Still something in the NFL. I don't understand how you can have offsetting penalties and 
you have three personal fouls for one team, one personal foul for the other, and then they're offsetting. Something just doesn't seem right about that. But that's just the way it is. Uh, so keys to off to the offense. Giants have to protect the football, but they do have to be aggressive. Uh, I think Tyrod Taylor uh, can get it done. It is unfortunate because Daniel Jones, no team brings out the best in Daniel Jones more than the Washington Commanders. Uh, so I do think it's unfortunate that he is not going to make it to play. Um, at least that's really where we're at. Like I said, DeVito being elevated, you know, I guess conceivably Daniel Jones can wake up on Sunday morning, magically get healed by Mr. Miyagi in, in the, the locker room and come out and play. Uh, I don't anticipate that. And I don't think the Giants anticipate that. So I think it's going to be Taylor and then DeVito. Um, you know, I mentioned the wind. That is certainly going to be a little bit of a factor, I think, on both sides. I flipped the script to the Giants' defense. You, know, you can't let Sam Howell come out here and start flinging the ball all over the place. Wink Martindale has to use his aggressiveness against him, against Howell. And you've gotten takeaways five in the last two weeks after being the last team in the league to get a takeaway. You need another one tomorrow. You need to play well on special teams. You started to play well on special teams. Can't start now messing up again and making silly errors and committing penalties, which is what they did the last time they were at MetLife. And you got to win this crowd over early. If you're the Giants, you got to make a play early. You got to attack and you got to make that play early, especially on offense. 205 minutes. We will be counting, you know, as the game is going on. You know, the broadcast on CBS, and that's a little old school as well. Washington and the Giants on CBS, not Fox. But you know that countdown or the count up in this instance is going to continue. It's going to be 206 minutes without an offensive touchdown, 207 minutes. And that's just the way it's going to keep going. Um, you know, this is a Saquon game too. Saquon needs to have a couple big plays. He had those two runs against Buffalo in the second half and really kind of set a tone with those, those two runs. Um, but that's kind of where this team is at. Um, I don't know how much they're going to get vertically. Like I said, I mentioned that wind, so we're going to have to keep an eye on that. Washington has weapons. You know, Terry McLaurin is the best player on the field, in my mind, offensively. And, you know, you have to watch out for Brian Robinson Jr. The Giants can't all of a sudden forget about their run defense. I think Washington is going to try to pound them a little bit. Uh, so you have to stand tall early for the Giants. And uh, in the end, look, you got to get this one. I mean, we keep saying it every week. But if you don't get this one with the trade deadline looming on the 31st on Halloween, you know, you have to look at perspective here. And Brian Dable and Joe Shane need some wins here. It doesn't mean that all of a sudden they're going to, be out of jobs at the end of the season. That's not what we're talking about. But you need to win some games here. You're not going to all of a sudden give away the future to try to trade for guys. But what is it really worth to trade 
an Adoree Jackson or a Saquon Barkley for a sixth or a seventh round pick. Now, if you can trade guys because of their salary, that's a different story. If someone's going to give you a draft pick to take Leonard Williams' salary for the rest of the season off your hands, and somehow that turns into, you know, whatever dead money you have or committed to guaranteed money that you've already paid Leonard Williams, you know, I don't haven't worked the particulars, but if you can get relief from that perspective, then it's a different story. Um, I saw, you know, the idea of will the Giants try to trade Paris Campbell, you know, at this point, what are teams going to trade for? There, there's, there, you know, do you want to take a shot at a Darius Slayton? You know, do the Giants want to trade him? I, I just don't see it. And I think if you win tomorrow, then you kind of give some life to the idea of, you know what, maybe you win some games here and get in position where you can feel like you've stabilized the season. That's the cry tomorrow. That's the battle cry. Stabilize the season. Do what you can to get a win. However you get that win, whether it's by one point or by 15, do what you can. Score on offense. No excuses. You know, this is an offense that's probably going to start two guys that were on practice squads last week. Justin Pugh will likely start at left tackle, and there's a very good chance that Tyree Phillips starts at right tackle if Evan Neal can't go. Now, if Evan Neal can get his ankle up to snuff and he can play, then he'll be at right tackle. But uh, I, I still think you have a very good chance of having Pew at left tackle and Evan Neal at right tackle. I mean, there's also a possibility if Neal plays at right tackle that you get Tyree Phillips at left tackle and Justin Pugh at left guard. Um, that's a possibility. So, you know, really the only constant right now is Ben Bredesen at center. You know, I think Glowinski and McKeithen will be other guards, depending on how things play out. Uh, Jalen Mayfield elevated from the practice squad. He's there as insurance. And we'll just have to wait and see. You know, it's it's going to be a very interesting start to this game tomorrow. I want to see how the fans react uh, to this team because they haven't given them anything to really cheer for. Will the Giants come out? You know, do you do things differently? You know, Brian Dable is not a change aggressively uh, juxtaposed to what you used to do, what you're used to doing. You know, if the Giants win the coin toss, do they take the ball and try to make a statement? Is it more important to, you know, worry about the win tomorrow and see where that is? You know, all these things are very interesting. It's going to be a good game, I think, competitive game. Might be ugly football, but Giants have every chance to win this game. So uh, go out there and win it. That's basically it. And we'll be back after the game with our post-game analysis and then getting ready for yet another interesting week with the Jets and the Giants in the regular season. These games are always interesting. So we'll see where the Giants are at tonight at around uh, 7 p.m. Thanks for being all in. We're all in. Try to enjoy the game today and see if the Giants can go get you a W.